different skin apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast's vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com. Hey guys, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I have some very special guests today. We are talking about real talk with real women with real issues. Oftentimes, guys, you know, women often deal with a lot of stuff outside of family, friends, kids, and job. So today we will be discussing the different things that women go through and the different layers to getting to know just who we are. I'm going to let my special guest introduce herself. Hi, um, my name is Anjanice George. I am from Jackson, Mississippi. Um I am the CEO and founder of Shield Corvettes. Uh, we've been established since 2021. Um, I recently just celebrated my 49th birthday. Yay! Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Um, I became a wife at the age of 18. I became a mother at the age of 19. One daughter, Danielle. Um, but I am divorced. Uh, I didn't stay in the marriage long, um, about two or three years when I realized it wasn't going to work, you know, I wasn't going to hang around, but we can, we can talk about that. Um, so that's my story. Unfortunately, guys, we had another guest, but we had also some technical issues and when she comes in, We'll let her in, uh, but right now it's just us two, so y'all hang in there with us. So let's just talk about women. I've, I've run into a lot of men, and and thank God you're from Jackson because the main thing they say is uh, black women from Jackson. This kind of thing, you know, yeah, uh, yeah. the stigma of women only wanting men for certain reasons. So we just going to lay it out from bottom to the top. You know, um, I know for myself as a woman, dealing with childhood stuff, I have trust issues, you know, and I don't put that on to anyone. What I do is I stay to myself. Is there anything... Um, that you've dealt with as a child or as an adolescent that affects who you are as a lady today? Um, yeah, there are some personal things um, that did affect me as a child. Um, but I would like to discuss, I don't want to discuss that, but we kind of know uh, growing up uh, as a little girl, um, you have to be very protective. Let me say it like that. Be mm -hmm. very protective. You know, back then it was girls. Now it's girls and boys. Mm -hmm. um, so one thing I did learn, um, when you're coming up in your childhood, it's either going to make or break you. Right. It's either going to go bad for you or it's going to go 
that negative experience, you can learn from it and, and become stronger from it. So thank God I was on the side where I became stronger. And I can definitely relate and agree with that because growing up, and I'm just going to be honest, you know, um, as a woman, and we're talking about real issues and, and now covering childhood issues, I've written a book and let everybody know like, hey, as a kid, I was molested. Hey, you know, um, my mom chose her man over me. Hey, you know, I grew up without my family. And to this day, I don't have that relationship with everybody because I've always been the black sheep, you know, the, the one that because I spoke on what actually happened to me, everybody is against because there's so many hidden family secrets and yeah. that leads to who I am today because I dealt with all of that. So I can definitely relate to what you're saying. Um, and when I say hidden family secrets, man, if I was to lay out everything, mm -hmm. you would call me damaged. You know, you would say you dealt with a lot. And uh, that's just that's just real talk, though. It's men, when they hear what a woman, they want to get to know you, right? Absolutely. Uh, but when you start to lay out the truth of what you've encountered, all of a sudden, it's a red flag. Why? Right, right. Why does it have to be a red flag, or or why do you see that I'm uh, complaining or 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 venting or um, if you truly want to get to know me, you want to know all of me, mm -hmm. and and some of them don't want to deal with that. They don't want to deal with it. They just they just want what's now. Mm -hmm. They want what's now, um, but I'm still carrying that that burden. It's suppressed. It's suppressed. You know, sometimes uh, it can be a certain song or, or, or a certain smell that brings back those uh, memories. And then I'll have an emotional moment. Right. Know, and that I want I want to talk about it. And then there are times I shut it down. I don't want to talk about it. Right. Well, you know, my thing is. If I tell you what I went through as a child. Look at. Okay, where I could have been versus where I am. Absolutely. You know, there's so many young women that has gone through what I've gone through, or even worse, and ended up on drugs and the streets. Suicide. Yes. Mm -hmm. But then you got a woman that's standing on her own, fighting for her future, breaking generational curses, but she's damaged. Right. Right. Damaged or uh, hard to deal with. Right. You but, but you want a strong woman. Right. Right. I'm not hard to deal with. I just, you know, I ask questions and I want to understand uh, and I want you to understand where I'm coming from. So, yeah, I get labeled that a lot. Yeah. Me too. Me too. <laughs> um, I get labeled as hard to deal with. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have a filter. Any after I've gone through everything that I've gone through, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Absolutely. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it because you're gonna do what you want to do anyway. There you go. 
so why why sugarcoat what I've been through or who I am to make you like me when you're just gonna do what you what you have plans to do? Most men, let's be honest, are not the type of men from back in the day. They're not sticking around being responsible and really holding down. There are some men out there that are like that, but the ones we're dealing with now in 2023, they're having their fun. They jumping from women to women and they don't want no responsibility. I just had a guy tell me last night when he, he said, I want to get to know you. And I told him, I said, look, uh, I don't mind putting you in a friend zone. Right. Because I already know what I'm looking for. You're not kidding. I got so to the point that I can pick up on on the spirit of a man. Uh-huh. I can pick up on based off his conversation, based off, you know, even his interaction with other women, how mm-hmm. he moves. Mm-hmm. So it's not me being insecure. It's me already noticing your red flags. And I was on the phone with a man before I came here to do this interview and um, I told him the discussion that we were going to be having. And he said, well, why is it that, um, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. He said, why is it that um, y'all don't talk about what men go through? I said, we do, but y'all men got to be willing to come aboard and say what's wrong. Y'all got to be expressive. Right. Most time, most time y'all are not expressive. Right. Y'all expect us to read your minds. And then when we don't read your mind, when we don't, um, when we don't understand what you're going through, because you're not speaking on it, you go to another woman. Right. Right. Oh yeah. 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 I, I, um, when I was married, um, this is one thing that my husband had said to me, my ex-husband, he had told me, uh, he came home and he said, um, this lady, um, was spoke to me at the grocery store. I was like, you know, I'm 19, 20 years old. And he got upset with me because I didn't get upset because he told me some random lady had said something to him at the grocery store. So he he <laughs> he told me that I didn't care enough to get upset. I didn't care about him. And I, yeah, that's how I look too. And I'm like, I still remember that to that day. And I'm like, so... I didn't know what he wanted me to do, but he felt like because I did keep up a whole lot of ah, that I didn't love him. Right. That's not true. That's not true. You know, I do know men think differently. Um, And even in conversations like this, you know, we are not men bashing. So don't, don't get that twisted. That's not what we're doing. We're talking about real issues real uh, experiences that we've been through with as real women. So we're not, we're not men bashing here for those who think that we are. We're not. So let me go ahead and get it. Thank you for getting that straight because <laughs> the only reason why we're, we're discussing what would seem like the negative side of a man is because men want to so-called understand us. And we're saying, Hey, these are the issues. You guys are not communicating with us. You're not actually being the partner that you're supposed to be. Sit there, listen to me, hear me out, understand me so that I can understand you as well. 
it takes two. So I, I've been single for three years and um, I even, I have one daughter and I even talked to her about some of the things that I go through as a woman because I don't want her to go through the same thing. Mm -hmm. uh, but before I keep talking, y'all, let me introduce Cassandra to you guys. Hey, Cassandra. I don't think she can hear me, but we're we're talking about, you know, just I, do you have a daughter? I do. I have a daughter. One daughter. Yeah. One daughter. One so very important for you to to relay to her the red mm -hmm. the red flags the things to look for in a man or or a lady like i'm, I'm gonna be honest my daughter uh she do not want to date guys she want to date girls and i support whatever my baby is doing because of the fact that that's her life i can't change that that's a whole nother conversation okay. but let, but let me it's a matter of sex it's it's the individual Right, same problems. <laughs> right, right. It's the same. Women go through it too. Women go through it with women too. Communicate. Right. Yeah. My thing is, is that not only do you know those type of things affect us in a relationship with a man, but it also affects us in a relationship with a woman as friends, as business partners, oh, as associates. And I think that's the most difficult relationship out of all because being able to come into a room with your sister and actually um, and actually communicate with her without her feeling intimidated, without her feeling threatened, without her feeling like there's an issue. How can we get around? And I'm going to tell you this last night i was around two women and it was just us we didn't know each other i walked up and i spoke i shook hand i introduced myself and i said hey i like to play pool so we were playing pool so i said hey i said let's have a game together let's just enjoy the night together have a game it was just us women i wasn't mm -hmm. playing with my i would rather play with my women uh versus the fellas because of the fact that um i'm trying to build relationships here i'm trying to break the cycle of women being around each other and not being able to communicate because of let's just be honest insecurity issues what you said even the most confident woman in the room has insecurity issues you know why she seems to be very confident because she also had to fight at one point insecurities we all have to train ourselves as women how to be able to walk in a room and still feel confident around other women that may be more prettier sexier may dress better but you still want to mentally say, I'm here right along with her. Absolutely. Girl, you hit the nail on the head with that one. <laughs> I stories, do I? I'm, in the in the culture, mm -hmm. in, in, in the world. So you know it's predominant men, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and then you have you have the women. So most women that are uh car people 
car women, you know, we do have a certain confidence virus about ourselves, especially when we drive in Corvettes. We do. We just naturally do. Um, I grew up with brothers. So I, I did I never had a sister. Um, so I grew up with brothers. So I don't know. I, well, I can say my confidence did come from my dad because my dad would tell me or make me feel like I was the most beautiful girl in the world. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's another topic too. Um, fathers, you got to be in your daughter's lives because if I, if my dad wasn't there, girl, I don't know. That's not another topic. That's a that's okay, a real that's issue. Yes, my, made me confident. You know, I never I never once thought I was the prettiest or the beautiful, but I felt like that in my daddy's eyes. So it didn't matter what other people thought of me. Mm-hmm. And that carried on with me as an adult today, you know, um, self-esteem issues. I thank God that um, I did have some self-esteem issues, but I didn't let it affect my friends and family around me. Mm-hmm. I just myself and kind of um, uplifted myself. So, you know, so coming from a teenager to young adulthood to almost 50, Baby, I got it down packed now. <laughs> I know you do. I'm where you did not catch me without makeup. And I actually prayed to God, deliver me from makeup. And that was maybe 10, 10 years ago. So now you're natural and you're naturally beautiful. And and let me tell you something. I'm glad you said that. Because I remember as a young girl, my skin was so flawless. Yes. And I can tell you look very beautiful now, you know, even at 50, girl, I'm like, look at you. But um, my skin was so pretty. And Gina was, you see, I posted her on my Facebook. Well, Tisha Campbell, I still call it Gina. (laughs) She was my, as a foster kid, I sat in front of the TV. When I was in group homes and stuff, and I said, I always want to be like her. I always want to be like her. And then the day that I interviewed her, I was like, look at God. And so, but the thing is, is that I remember back in those days, I felt just naturally beautiful. If you look at her, she didn't, she don't wear makeup. She didn't wear makeup at first like that. When she was on her show, she didn't wear makeup. She wears makeup now. But the thing is, women, we actually tear our face down with makeup. Our skin is so pretty without makeup, but I, I, I'm, I too now am trying to get away from makeup because um, I like just wearing concealer to hide dark spots. But right. at the end of the day, I want to be able to wear nothing and a man look at me and be like, you're still beautiful. I think the reason why women turn to products nowadays is because men, whether they know it or not, Y'all are the core of big booties, big titties, makeup. Yes. Reason why women are half naked, mm -hmm, hair, Mm -hmm. everything. Because women are trying to attract you. And what you guys give attention to is what they're going to fall towards. Is what we're going to say, hey, maybe I need to do this to get the guy that I want. Should we be doing that? I don't. But 
I'm saying like majority of the women, that's what they're doing. Like if you sit down, a lot of women, uh, say 10 women, I'm pretty sure deep down inside, most of those women would like to be natural, you know, would like, would like to, but they would, because of insecurities, mm-hmm. they can't, they, they have to do all this extra stuff. Right. And, and, you know, it, it starts with uh, self-love. Yeah. I mean, easier said than done, but you have to love yourself first. Um, I remember the day, I think my daughter was, she was in a stroller. She's 30. Um, I remember going to the grocery store, having to go to the grocery store. And like I said, I always kept makeup on because I didn't have, my skin, I had bad skin. Mm -hmm. So I kept makeup on. And this particular time, I went to the grocery store and I didn't wear any makeup because I was going to be in and out with my daughter. I didn't want to put on makeup. You know, I had wore everything. This man stopped me and told me how beautiful I was. I would never forget that. And it did something to me as a young mother mm. that, you know, I can be beautiful without my makeup. But that was my choice that I wanted to stop wearing makeup. I'm not telling anybody to stop wearing makeup. I'm talking about that. I prayed for my self-esteem, for me to love myself. When I what I saw without the makeup, I wanted to love her, and I thank God that I did end up loving her without the makeup. You know, I got talked to so many times without makeup. I know, right? And I said I, I was a mess, but. When, when I'm all dressed up and dolled up, can't get I, nothing. <laughs> but you, you'll think you're the prettiest one in the room. Coldest chick through the walk through the door with your makeup on. Right. But not one man. <laughs> you feel me? Yes. And, and, and I always didn't understand it until when I got a little older and I was like, you know what? I want to be more natural. That's why I cut all my hair off and I went natural. You know, mm-hmm. I stopped wearing the straight hair, I cut all my hair off. And now I want to be, you got sister locks, don't you? The locks, baby. Yes. And now <laughs> I want them so bad. <laughs> but the thing is, is that also women need to learn how to praise each other. You know? Absolutely. We, yeah. You know, that's one reason why I am a part of uh, Queen Riders, Queen Riders out of a uh, Memphis, Tennessee Corvette Club. Um, mm-hmm. The the uh, Madam President there, she uplifts mm-hmm. her members, and I love what they do for the community. And so, you know, you have these women that's like a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I want to be a part of because you know, even though I am self confident, but sometimes. I do want my sister to tell me, hey, you know, good job. Or you you mm-hmm. today. Hey, queen. You know, even the strongest person do want to hear that sometimes. Even right. the most person wants to hear that sometimes, you know. Um, but, yeah, I'm a firm believer in uplifting, you know, my sisters. Right. Well, Let you me- know what? I, I know there has been times where I was walking in the grocery store or walking or going somewhere with my kids and deep down inside, I was depressed. Mm -hmm. 
I walked past a woman one time. She don't even know. I never knew the woman, but she don't even know what she did for me. She she said to me, she said, you are so pretty. And she uh, looked at my kids and she said, I can tell you take good care of your kids. She said, keep it up, mom. You're doing a great job. And I was going through depression. Do you know that lady helped me get up out of that just by that? That's something. You know, that happened to me twice. Mm-hmm. A compliment from another woman helped me help uplift my spirit to where I went home and looked myself in the mirror and said, you got this. When I felt like giving up. Right. You got this. Right. Just a compliment. Right. So what I do nowadays is I walk, every woman I walk past, I find something about them to compliment them on, you know, or I at least say, Hey, how you doing? You know, how, you know, it's, you know, I remember one day I went in the store. Um, I told a young lady, she seemed like she had a bad, a really bad mood. And, um, I, and I was in pain, you know, um, I had two brain surgeries, So I'm always in pain, always in pain. Um, so I was in pain that day. And but I still found the strength to let her know, hey, you know, you're pretty, smile. You know what she did? She broke down crying. Mm-hmm. She was she was going through something. And then I told her, I was like, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to make you cry. And she was like, No, she was like, Thank you. She was like, It's just that I'm going through a lot. You never know what a person is going through. Never know you know, your, your comment or, or anything can, can affect somebody's life. You just, yeah. so be kind to one another. Right. Um, My, when it comes to friends, well, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Girl, I don't know. I'm just talking. But okay. Yeah. <laughs> so when it comes to friends, mm-hmm. as a confident woman, strong woman that's pushing for greater good, it's hard to keep friends. It's hard to keep friends. Yes. It's, it's hard to trust friends because you don't know motives. You, Girl. Don't, <laughs> you don't know what they really think. Because women, women, <laughs> women will look you in your face uh-huh. and support you. Uh-huh. And the whole time they stabbing you. Uh-huh. Yes, ma'am. Yes, I um yes, it is so amazing. You know, I was so, you know, I never had a whole lot of uh, women friends anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in my adult life, I thought, you know, as crazy as it seems, or naive as I as as I, I thought I was, and you know, in my forties, I'm thinking that so the women that surrounded me now are, you know, we're mature. We we can we can get along. We can you know not hate on one another. Mm-hmm. And when it went down, that was the biggest thing that hurt me because just like you said, I actually thought that they liked me. Mm. I did. I actually thought that they liked me. And I'm like, you know what? Okay. So now, okay. So now I got to be careful um, about you know who I uh, you know I be friendly to anybody everybody until you show me different so now it's just hang and just keep it moving 
Well, uh, what I've learned is that, you know, we got to understand we're operating in the spiritual world. So not all the time your spirit can communicate with other people's spirit. Not all the time can, can the people that actually put on these personas can right. hide who they really are because their spirit is, your spirit is going to show before anything. Right. Um, a lot of these women, they will mess up a true friendship because of insecurities, because of things that people have done to them in the past. And that gets back to childhood, young adult, adolescenthood, you know, where y'all dealt with all these issues and you take them and you put them off to other relationships, mm -hmm. which is not healthy, which right. is not good. You actually create more trauma than anything or, or for yourself, because now you've got damaged relationships because mm -hmm. you didn't know how to handle what's going on with you. Right. So when it comes to your situation and being in a group around a group of women that put on this persona like they actually liked you but didn't it was because you have something they don't and, and i'm not in competition you know i don't show myself like that i don't brag on this that and the other i just you know uh i have a, a a huge circle of of women friends some i i know i have great business minded like-minded women uh, don't have that issue, but with the other, I'm not in competition. I'm not in competition with you. You don't have to be. Right. You don't I, have to be. I'm trying to be. Because of your personality, because of who you are, you're a threat. Not every woman carries that sociable attitude. Yeah. Not every woman carries that confident, really, truly inside. Um, uh, not every woman can connect the way you can with other people. So there's jealousy. Maybe it's something about you that what sometimes women take what they really like about you and make it what they really hate about you. And that's jealousy. Yeah, girl. I could like I could like your hair. I've been talking about your hair the whole time. <laughs> but I can't stand you because you got that pretty hair. That right. sounds so stupid, don't it? No, right? <laughs> but that's women. But that's women. Right. But and then it could be even, you know, we working together, we in the same position. You just got promoted. Now, I don't like you because you got promoted because you now mentally, you don't even have to do it to me, but I'm fighting my own demons. I'm thinking, right. you think you better than me. And I didn't say a word. And you didn't say a word. <laughs> but I know, I know you think you better than me because you got your little position because you, <laughs> yeah. Right. right. And, and, and you know what I'm finding out in the, in this Corvette world, um, that men can sometimes be jealous of the women in the Corvettes too. Girl, yes. Uh, we women coming strong in these Corvettes, okay? We can drive them just like they drive them. 
we go to the car shows just like you go to we win trophies and you know there's some stories of some women that i connect with that you know they got shunned you know by a fellow corvette brother because they won the biggest trophy you know or or my my car look better than your car but and it's it's the craziest thing so then i said <laughs> it's you just, gotta understand that man Right. You got to understand that men have feminine ways too. And do. I cannot stand a messy man. I cannot stand it. Messy and petty. Yes. But <laughs> like we said, it's not a male bashing show, it's but not. it's real issues that women go through with a man. Um, Man, it's so much we could talk about. I just do not know exactly where to begin. So it's just, just kind of like bouncing out one conversation to another. It's just kind of like two girlfriends talking right now because it's so much. Um, when we talk about real women and real issues, we're we're not just talking about confidence. We're not just talking about relationships. Um uh, we're talking about goals as well. You know, like, um, don't be jealous of another woman because of her ambition. Find something that you enjoy, that you like, um, that will get you up and moving, you know. Right. But instead, there's a lot of women tearing each other down. Yes. yes. Because another woman is working harder. Like me with my podcast and stuff and my radio stuff, um, I have more male supporters uh -huh. <laughs> than female. Yep. I do as well. I do as well. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. And 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 when I reach out to females to work with them and we can actually do something together, it's standoffish. Mm -hmm. You don't know me, but you, you've already prejudged me. Absolutely. Um, I don't like bad relationships. I don't like doing bad business. Neither. And so I don't come into a relationship where I can get from you. I'm trying to see what we can do together. That's right. But this world in this society, right. in this society that we're dealing with, so many people have their guards up, which is fine. But when you start to like automatically cut somebody, like cutthroat them before even hearing them out, that's a problem. And it's not my problem, it's your problem because you don't know how to listen to someone and see where they're coming from and what they have to offer before you automatically cut them off. You're absolutely, absolutely right. And this is why we can't do business, yeah. Uh, even in the dating game, I um I tried to date, but I call them situationships, you know. But didn't want to mm -hmm. fully commit because I don't know. I really want to get to know a person, and then you can like a person, but then it's certain things, you know. Maybe it's just me because I feel like I'm a little bit different, so I don't go in um, misleading anybody. Mm -hmm. especially uh, if they come in and say um, they want to get married. Well, I'm not there yet. So there's no reason for us to even have a, a long relationship if that's what you're looking for. 
because that's not where I am. Or they want more children. Well, guess what? I'm not having any more kids. So there's in me to even pursue. I can like you or, or whatever. Uh, you got all the box checked. But if you want another baby, then you know what? I'm not going to hold on to this man and give him false hope uh, that I could one day produce him a child. No. So I had to let that go. You know, um, the thing about my relationships with my, my ex-boyfriends or whatever, or even my, mm-hmm. I still have great relationships with them because I was honest. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, if it did go to the next level and I got cold feet, I dip, I'm out, you know. <laughs> but that was me. And I want, I want to be honest with them and then I want them to be honest with me. You know, right? So. Well, you know, honesty is always good for the soul. I just say that, and I'm gonna be honest. It took somebody that I was in love with that was so honest with me all the time that it made me feel stupid. But then it was like he being honest. He ain't lying, but he being honest. But you know. The worst thing that a woman would want to hear that's in love with another man, well, in love with a man is, you know, I love you, but I do deal with other women. And then you're like, he's honest, but I feel stupid because he's telling me instead of me assuming, (laughs) which is still you you being stupid if you assume, but it's like, I'm stupid either way it go, but I love this man. So I had to get myself out of this situation because I'm like, I can't do this. I can't willingly let this man tell me what the hell he doing. And, and I still stay in there. Right. And I still, yeah, right. yeah. So like last night I was talking to this guy, like I said, that wanted to get to know me. And he said to me, he said, you got four kids. I said, yeah. He said, well, all my kids are grown, and um, the thing is, if I really wanted to be serious with you, I have to take in consideration your kids. I said, uh, yes, yeah. you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, and he says, well, that's a hard decision because I really don't want to start over. Well, goodbye. Right. It's cool. <laughs> goodbye. I'm, I'm not hurt. <laughs> I'm not hurt. Like I tell him, I'm prepared to be single for the rest of my life if I have to be. But my kids are important. I'm not. But you heard me explain my situation. My mom chose her men over me, right? I'm not going to relive that cycle by doing that to my kids. I would never choose a man over my kids. It's either you accept us as a package or it's nothing. Right. It ain't no half or nothing. You ain't finna be freaking me, touching me, taking me here and there, and then where your kids going? Who you think you're talking to? Let me tell you this. When my daughter um, was at Southern Miss in her college, so her freshman year, Danielle never understood why I didn't get involved. You know, when, when me and her dad separated or divorced, she was two or three. And she never... Uh, she never really saw that I had a boyfriend. You know, I didn't bring anybody to the house. Um, but anyway, but, you know, there was a reason. So when she went off to college, um, I remember 
her sending me this long text and she was just saying, mama, thank you. I mean, it touched me so, and I'm like, what's going on? And she told me that um, one of the, the girls in the dorm was just crying because she was gonna have to leave college because her mom called her and said she need the car back because the boyfriend just got out of jail. And so the girl was was going to work to work her way through college. So the mom called to get the car back. And so the girl did not know how she was going to work and go to school without a car. So they was comforting her. And my daughter sent me that text. And then that's when it, the light bulb came on and said, ha, I see why my mom did what she did. You know, I would never, ever put anyone before my child. I know She's grown now, so she got her own life. Mm -hmm. growing up oh no you know if i had to do without you know it's just gonna be me and her doing without um uh -uh, i couldn't i couldn't do it and i commend you on standing your ground on that thank you yeah and i commend you on for never having a boyfriend right i had to explain she huh she just didn't know <laughs> Yeah, well, I I had to explain to my kids, and still this day, mama is dating. So just because you may see mama, you know, you know, like this is how I normally will operate. If I want, if we're talking, and maybe we go on a date during the daytime, and if I really want to see you at night, I'm gonna make sure my kids is in bed. I'm gonna make sure they sleep. Right. You know, and sometimes you know, kids ain't always sleep. They hear you. They know mama and they mm -hmm. got company. And sometimes I would tell my kids, mama got to have company, y'all need to right. go to bed. You know, but um, um, I'm sorry, who was it? Oh, I do apologize. I had my phone on do not disturb. I don't know how that happened. But um, one thing I can say is I've always communicated with my kids on the fact that mama is dating and if you happen to see me with a guy just know that i'm trying to get you a stepdad <laughs> i <laughs> i just i just out here oh, you know really, really. <laughs> you know what men get mad because you don't want to fool around with them before getting to know them you know like uh men men violate sometimes they come up on you, they touching, they want to kiss, and y'all don't even know each other. Right. I, and then they get offended. They get offended because you are pushing them off or you saying, hey, slow down, you know, this, that, and the third. It's not that I think I'm all that. It's not that I don't think you're cute or I don't want to deal with you. It's just that, look. You put me in a position where you're making me look like something I'm not. Absolutely. And I think that's one of the uh, big mistakes that men make is to assume that all women are the same. We are not. Right. We are not. We uh, we have different issues. We have different ways of thinking. Um, I consider myself, I think, differently. I, I'm, I'm thinking on the level of um, self and treating somebody like I want to be treated. So if right. I'm not violating you, I expect you not to violate me. Exactly. 
And the other thing that I deal with as a woman is um, men being married and still approaching women like myself. And now you're setting me up for drama. I don't have that in my life, but you're setting me up for drama. Some men don't even express the fact that they are mm-hmm. married. Mm-hmm. And they assume that you want to deal with them still after um, misleading you. Um, I've been in situations where I had to cut a man out like you, why you didn't, you know, I deserve to know this information. Right. I don't I don't do married men, you know, just because your relationship is failing don't mean I want to be your side chick. I'm not your side chick. I'm the so main chick. Let's talk about side chicks. Do you think um in today's society and and when I'm listening to other women, are the side chicks making it hard um for us to find a man to commit? Because they will do and they don't want the commitment. So it works, you know. Mm -hmm. It works both ways for them. It's it's more convenient for me. The side chicks definitely make it easier because what they want, what they're after is, you know, I do everything you need. Just take care of me. So now he a sugar daddy. And I keep my mouth closed as long as you yeah nobody would have mm-hmm. to know yeah right so my thing is the side chicks come into place because to me and some people may beat me up for this but hey it is what it is you're willing to accept what i'm not right you're willing to do what i'm not and you and at the end of the day that man still gonna respect me more than you he may not like what he has to go through with me, but I still get my respect. Girl, that's another topic about the respect, especially in this Corvette world. Um, quite naturally, when men see women, the first thing they see is physical, right? They see the physical, mm-hmm. and they they physically attracted to you. And so they come with the line, whether they're married or single, they come with the line and come with the BS, and they try to get to know me. Or, you know, in in my personal space. And mm-hmm. I tell people, um, especially women today, I wouldn't be where I am today had I submitted to all those men that came in my face. Mm-hmm. Okay? They would not have respected me. So once these men actually got to know me and got to know what was up in here, and it's all mm-hmm. about the respect came. You know, I have so many men that um, just look at me and tell me that they respect me. They say I carry myself in a classy way. Um, They say every time I see you, you smell good. You carry yourself in a classy way. So I'm not going to approach you like I approach everybody. I got a few men that have told me that. I'm not going to approach you the way I would approach other women because you're classy or you you carry yourself a certain way. And I want to keep that respect. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not only because of who I am, but because everywhere I go, I'm a walking billboard for my business. Say it again. 
on walking billboard. So when they look, when how I let men treat me also not only reflect who I am, but my business. Absolutely. So I, I can't do it. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. hit the nail right on the head. And this, and, and although, don't get me wrong, I'm a businesswoman and I have my days where I want to get ratchet or my days where I want to just, you know, party. And, but I have, I have class when right. I do it. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I can go and throw my booty yep. in a circle and, and still you don't have to see what's in the crease of my yep. butt. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, we get we get talked about because we carry ourselves that way. Oh, she thinks she all that. Or she thinks she this. Or she thinks she that. No, it's just that I want to keep my respect, baby. That's, That's it. it. But but when it comes to kids, uh, men need to understand that there's no way you can date a woman with kids and not accept the fact she has kids. You got to accept the fact that she do have. And any man that think that he could look over a woman with kids is petty for me anyways. Because that lets me know that your mindset is immature. Any grown man would say, well, sweetheart, let me know what I can do, you know, to help you with the kids or, you know, any real man actually steps in that way. You know, if you ever need anything, I got you, you know, not that she's looking for that, but that's how they come to you. You know, uh, maybe one day, you know, once we get to know each other, take you and the kids to the park or you and, the, you know, that type of stuff. That's what I'm looking to hear. That's what turns me on. Mm-hmm. You know, if you say, yeah, if you say you can include my kids, oh boy, you, you got to, my hot pocket oh. about to be blown oh, okay. up. <laughs> You're absolutely right. You're absolutely But you come to me talking about, uh, you know, when I'm going to get to spend time with you and you only hit me up at nighttime, you only hit me up at nighttime, that's a quick way for me to be like, uh, you're dismissed. Because right. I'm not your I'm not your night out. I'm not, like I told, I put it on Facebook the other day, I said, you can't hit me up in the daytime, you dang sure can't hit me up at night because my vampire come out. When I said that, I mean mm-hmm. like, please come out at night. I, I'm sensitive at night. You know, I, I want to be touched and hugged okay. at night. But if but but I can't do that with you if you're not doing what you need to do in the daytime. Right. I'm sorry, but honey, it's just it's so much outside of men, women. I think we just need to practice uh, communicating with each other on a, a more mature level. Uh, push each other more. Um, network and support each other in every way. And if there's anything about you that you don't like or you don't uh, enjoy what's going on in your life, change it. Right. And here's my thing, too. If I have wronged you, come tell me. And I'm not going to take it personally. Right. Why this person, you telling this person, this person, this. See, I'm a firm believer. If I got something to say, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to the source. I'm right. not going to tell this person or that person, I'm coming to you. And then I would right. expect them to come to me, but that didn't happen, but it is what it is. Um, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. 
And I, mm -hmm. I, I look at it as such, and I, I praise God for it, you know. All right, you moved that out of my life because you already knew what was going on. So, okay, that's cool. God, I got it. I got it. Um, but, yeah, definitely um, relationships, women on women relationships, we got to do better. We have to. It, we have to yeah. do better. We have to. Um, At all relationships, the core to building a healthy relationship communication communication do not assume do not assume because yeah pe people do lie yeah uh, one of my favorite songs they be lying on me <laughs> <That's> <laughs> all right okay um come to me come to me, right sister brother ask me because so-and-so over here can't talk for me they don't know so-and-so over here cannot come talk to me. I'm an easy person to talk to. But you know why they can't come talk to you, right? Why, girl? Most of the times, what they're talking about are lies. <laughs> you they know they can't look you in your face and say, hey, you actually did right. this. So they have to go behind your back and they have to build a crowd of people, a whole team of people against you based off what he or she said about you. But they can't come to the source and address something that is not really true. That makes sense. And, and even if it was true, you don't have the audacity to step to me because you know I will swallow mm -hmm. you. I will chew you <laughs> up get you out because you know damn well why i did what i did because you did something and you can't face what right. you did so now you got to go twist it right. and turn it and bring it back in a false okay. manner you're right a lot of times people can't face right. the truth and you are the uh -huh. truth so a lot of times you know people just can't deal with that so they got to go right. lie you're right Take your little line ass on because I ain't dealing with you. <laughs> You're right. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And um, I can say um, as a single lady that I, I thank God now, I guess it comes the older that I get. I now know what I'm looking for in a man. Yes. I now. Of course. So maybe last year or a couple years ago, I didn't know because I really didn't care doing mm -hmm. me but now the older i get i didn't turn another birthday i'm like you know what i know what i want i know exactly what i want now i do and it took me you know talking to different men have a conversation with different men you got you have to do it you got to eat out what you mm -hmm. don't like in order to know what you do like mm -hmm. so now i know what i like i know what i want i know what i want you know what i realized Women like us that have such a high position, we have to talk to men in high positions. Sure. Because wow, just like we have an image to protect, a character to they, protect, they do, they do also. Too. Now, you may have some of them that step outside of their relationship, and that's because the woman 
that they're dating. Like say if you're talking to a man of of power that's running for office or something or in office, uh, he has an image to protect. So he's going to want to have a family. He's going to want to have all of that in place. But though it's based off the type of woman he chooses. If she's not a woman that's fighting and pushing him to get to the top and pushing herself to get to the top, he's going to look for something else outside of that. Right. He's going to he's going to feel like he's not fulfilled in that relationship, so he's going to step that's out. That's right. Um what we when we find these good men that's that that has a position that's that's standing for something we have to look back at uh, Malcolm X and his uh, his woman and uh, uh, who else am I trying to say? Um, you know, all the people back in the day that their wives were were involved in communities while they was out speaking and fighting for us. Their wives was out there bringing the women together to help support the men. So nowadays. The wives are not doing that. You know, they're they're at home. They're playing the housewife while the men doing all the hard work. But I ran into men that's doing all the hard work saying, I just want a woman that's fighting as hard as I'm fighting. Yes. Yes. I ran into a couple of those, too. And you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And, and, and I'm glad you said that because, you know, those type of men, they have the same issues we have. Mm-hmm. They have the same issues when it comes to dating. You know, finding somebody to be that backbone, you know. But because they choose the women that they choose when they get in these positions, you know, they can't because they have this image to keep up. They can't just go and be getting a divorce and, you know, separating the family. So they deal with the women. And and I I wouldn't want to be unhappy. I I can't. I refuse. I refuse to be unhappy. If it's not working, you know what? It's, that's how I told my, my ex-husband. You know, I was 23 years old. Look, this ain't working for me. It ain't working. It's me. I don't want to, I don't want you to take my good years, you know, and you right. keep your years. I keep it ain't working. It's fine. So it's okay. It's okay to start over. I ran into artists. You know, I envy a lot of artists. I ran into artists that, you know. Um, have wives and stuff like that or have a wife and you know the wife allow them to be with other women or bring in other women or kind of ignore the fact that they are with other women and it's like really is it that serious that you want to be with somebody that's famous that you're going to tolerate him being with another woman or even him bringing up to her that he wants another woman and she just taking it. Uh, I don't know what this world is getting into. Honestly, I don't want, I don't like, I don't want to share my man. I'm right there with you. <laughs> I don't want to share my man. I want, you know, I'm so old fashioned and I think that's my problem too, because I'm not with this new day and age shit. You know, I'm going to be honest. I'm not I'm not sharing my man and I, I, I'm not going to allow him. I'm not going to act like I don't see him cheating either. I, you know, like a lot, a lot of these women act like they blind I, and they know. Yeah. And then I, the men, 
there's some good men I a poly huh? relationship just recently i i was asked to be in a poly relationship like what is that now would you consider that uh-uh. now i'm gonna be honest with you at one point and this is me being mm-hmm. honest i have i have considered a poly relationship i did um situationships that word i said which like a poly mm-hmm. relationship i did been there mm-hmm. done that so my thing is is that some people call a poly relationship a poly relationship when the man is able to go one place to one woman and then one place to another woman no that's not a poly relationship a poly relationship is where y'all all three are involved you get what i'm saying uh that's a poly relationship to me because y'all all know about each other y'all y'all can sit around each other talk to each other him going from one woman and then going to another woman and y'all still knowing that i'm making a poly because you and that woman is not involved that's called giving him options to me you know um Y'all, you might as well be side chicks, you know, to right. each other. Yeah. Because that's not a poly relationship. Well, yeah. Poly relationship is when y'all know about each other. Y'all able to sit in the living room together. Y'all can all lay up on a patty together. And, <laughs> and whatever, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but um, honestly speaking, the reason why I say that, I have considered that before because before i was married i actually dealt with a woman i'm being honest i've never told anybody this before some people knew some people don't but I, i'm so real with myself i don't care who are you to judge me you know so i've dealt with one I, you know i've been in bad relationship with men and it's kind of like hmm i want parts of a man and i don't want no i don't want some parts of a man you know uh it's like, honestly, this could turn into a whole nother conversation <laughs> because emotionally men are not there, but women are. But women are as manipulative as a man. So it's kind of like, I don't want neither one of y'all. <laughs> <I> know, <right? laughs> I don't want neither one of y'all, but I've been there, done that. So... Mm-hmm. Newsflash, you know. Oh well. Oh well. So y'all, it's we wrapped up our hour of talking, y'all. It's been a great conversation. Um, y'all definitely have to check in with us next week. We're gonna be talking about the Corvette Club and everything that Miss Angelise uh does with her Corvette team and what she's doing to make a difference in her community. So y'all make sure y'all look for the flyer and tune in. Then do you have anything else you want to add? Maybe how they can follow you? Uh, anything? Shield Corvettes of Mississippi on Facebook and Instagram. So, and I want to thank you for allowing me to uh, be a part of this. I appreciate it. No problem. I definitely enjoyed you. I felt like uh, we were able to um, agree on a lot of things and so and that's always great when you can have a conversation a mature conversation with another grown woman about issues that we're dealing with so thank you so much and we'll definitely catch up you all have a great evening
Hey guys, it's your girl DJ Pressure with Felicia's Madcap Podcast, where making a difference can apply pressure. Madcap Podcast's mission is to tell the story behind the artist, business owner, and the everyday survivor while highlighting our kids. Madcap Podcast's vision is to be a platform where artists, business owners, and survivors can connect nationwide while giving you information on the latest celebrity news, live interviews, financial tips, community updates, and events. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, or TikTok, Felicia's Madcap Podcast. And you can also visit the website, www.feliciasmadcappodcast.com.